Hello, and welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and today I'm joined by Josh Hardy, Executive Director of Concord TV, right in your podcast studio. So the commute thank you was again easy. for that. Yeah, yeah it was. Commute. It was yep. right across the hall for you, right? Um, so thank you again for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks, Stephanie. And you've done such a great job with Talk Concord. So usually oh, I'm you. behind the scenes and listening to it on uh, Apple Podcasts and whatnot. But mm-hmm. it's fun to actually get in here and record something with you. So. Yeah, I actually was surprised we hadn't done this already. So it's great to have you here, but it's a good uh, time to do it because there's Mm -hmm. a lot going on with Conquer TV and exciting anniversary coming up that we'll talk about. So also shout out to Mike, because while we're talking about the podcast, uh, Mike O'Meara, he helps with production. So Mm -hmm. thank you to him for doing that for me every month. He does everything. He does it all. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that too. But (laughs) just to get started a little bit, um, can you give, give kind of a basic overview about Concord TV, just in case someone out there is listening and just doesn't know what Concord TV is. Right. So we are a nonprofit organization. And as you alluded to, uh, we have a special anniversary, 25th anniversary. We are the community television station. Our Mm -hmm. mission is to build community through media, Mm -hmm. which we do so by providing access to video equipment, video resources. We're sitting here in this amazing podcast studio. We have a TV facility editing labs and we're located here at Concord High School so of course we work quite a bit with uh, different educational groups and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, but we are um, and I want to make sure people just know a lot of people know the name Concord TV but they know us either through city meeting coverage so they think oh city department or they know us because of school board meeting coverage and they think school department we are contractors with both the city and school, but we are our own 501c3 nonprofit. So I just most people should know that at this point because we've been mm-hmm. around 25 years, but um, just to clarify that for folks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for clarifying that because Conquer TV really has a lot of different areas. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you touched on um, city meetings, school meetings. Yep. So from a city perspective, uh, Concord TV tapes, well, live streams and records a lot of community meetings for us Mm -hmm. that might not be live streamed at the time, but live streaming city council, planning board and zoning board of adjustment. Yeah. And then as far as school, school board meetings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the glamorous part of the job by any means, but it's probably the most important. And it's one of the Mm -hmm. big reasons we were founded as an organization anyways, um, is for those public meeting coverage that it really benefits everyone to have that transparency um Mm -hmm. that video can go beyond what just you know minutes of a meeting can provide right Right. Right. um and for sort of like the historical archiving we keep a record of those meetings um and have those available to the community too but the amount of hours we put in i think last year the school board meetings we do the monthly meeting we do all the different committee meetings that are public with mm-hmm. a few exceptions, but most of them, they have communications, city, yep. city and community relations, communications, finance, capital facilities, instructional, <laughs> uh, I'm probably forgetting one, um, that we record in live stream. So school meetings, there was something like 75 or 80 meetings we did last year. 
Yeah, that's a good amount. You know, or of you figure, or yeah, you figure about <laughs> six meetings per month times mm-hmm. twelve months about, um, and then city, you know, with the zoning board, planning board, city council, and then other special meetings. Right, definitely during budget season. It's yeah, gotta budget be, season. Huge gotta one be, too. City has to be somewhere of maybe sixty meetings a year, something like that, and so it requires a human being who's trained on the equipment. Yes, and you know these are things that aren't automated necessarily that it's Mm -hmm. a human doing it um and it has to be someone who can pay attention but also be okay with it's just it it, it's a meeting it's people talking you have to be simultaneously you know not expecting it to be thrilling but also Mm -hmm. ready to act as necessary so it's a unique skill set and um I think people just assume it just happens, which it does. Right. Um, but there's because a lot you, of you all make it look easy, thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's not always easy. And I, the work mm-hmm. Mike puts puts in on the city side, the work I put in on the school board side, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, that's our staff that go in and work on that and make sure that it works correctly. Um, but when we live stream, it's on the city's you know internet network, mm-hmm. or when we live stream school board, it's on the school board's network. So we do work together mm-hmm. uh, with other you know city and school staff so it does take a team and um, but I think people you know it's such an important thing but it's it can be monotonous for people I've heard more than one person say it helps them go to sleep at night or something (laughs) you know but then you have moments where you go I can't believe we have that on video or just Mm -hmm. good thing we had that on video for everyone's sake um that reminds you it's an important task and it, it does take a lot of time to do. So sorry, yeah. that, that that is a hill I like to get on because, no, because we don't it's very always, important. Yeah. because we don't, you know, from like a social media standpoint, you know, we'll reshare, you know, here's the link that's going live, but like, it's a hard thing to, in today's like kind of splashy Instagram, we're not making Instagram reels of these things. We're not right. doing TikToks of planning board meetings. So from a, like right. a marketing standpoint, it's not, not necessarily engaging in that, you know, right. new age media sense, but like there's a lot of time and effort and resources that go in that we put into that. Yeah. And we are very thankful because I, it just came to mind that really some of that it was happening. And then I think it really came more to the forefront when we went mm-hmm. through COVID because right. so many things went online yeah. and then we were really dependent on conquer tv to help if there was issues yeah. or the live stream came out of that i believe you know the youtube right. live streaming and now it's been really helpful that we have a collection a playlist of mm-hmm. city meetings i know very similar setup with the school board meeting so yep. that people everybody has lives they're busy they can't always make it to a meeting but they want to watch it later maybe or know what's happening so they right. can stay engaged so yep. you're totally right it's not the glamorous like you don't always see conquer tv out there it's not the beautiful <laughs> cinematic right it's not moments. filmmaking yeah it's, but yeah. um we're lucky that you're able to do that for us as well but yeah. it's the really important part i know you know you talk uh, in your mission statement about transparency and local government education, you know, better connected and informed in your vision statement. So those yep. things really align well because it is that behind the scenes. Yeah. And just on that point, and this is why Stephanie, we're going to go over 15 <laughs> minutes for sure. Cause you're, you're giving me <laughs> right. kind of things I'm thinking of that, um, you know, the commitment of our team working mm-hmm. together and also of the resolve of the city and the school district when COVID hit of, you know, and, and I know we're not going to have a whole show about talking about COVID, but it does remind right. me that, you know, 
what we basically were doing was taking, you know, the teams or the zoom session and then making sure it was projected up and then streaming to YouTube. So I know Mike would do that here from the studio that he would, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure it was a good internet connection. You know, it was a unique challenge for us. You know, I would take this program called OBS open mm -hmm. broadcast software on a laptop and I would put up the school board teams meeting, you know, and make yeah. sure the view was so you could see each of the members and you could see if they're members of the public. And I would put a little graphic, you know, make my own graphic to put at the bottom. And it was something right. I dabbled in, but until necessity, I hadn't really right. applied it. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden, and for the school board, we had some huge meetings going on mm -hmm. um, about just about schools reopening and about, you right. know, th these uncharted right. territory things. Yeah. So we had a massive number of viewers. <laughs> so if things didn't work correctly, you know, so there'd be nights I'd be here too. Same thing. Like I'm pointing, uh, no At one this, can see. Yeah. In, I'm pointing into the studio that we'd mm -hmm. be here. You know, just projecting up that you know team session, but then making mm -hmm. sure that the view. You know, you can do the group view. You can pin videos, like all of those things. Making sure that the sound was carrying through. Making sure your own audio as you're right. sitting there doesn't go through. Right. Um. And it became like clockwork, but we really we didn't stop providing those services. Um, at any point. So, yeah. Yeah. So I will say we all kind of look back at that 2020 time and it was difficult and mm -hmm. it was a little nutty because we didn't know what was going to happen. But I do think some of the, there were good things that came out of it. And I do think one of those things was just us really all being able to pivot and then mm -hmm. some of those live streaming and, you know, other things. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Things that sort of by necessity we figured out and mm -hmm. became experts at even right. more than we were before. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So it just kind of enhanced. So that's kind of the, I think, more the behind the scenes. But on to something a little lighter, maybe a little more fun, <laughs> is that Conquer TV is celebrating 25 years this year in 2024. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, we just mentioned a little bit about how the organization has grown and changed, but um, yeah. I know you came in in 2019. Yeah, I would have right been. Right before I, COVID. <laughs> if, I, if I came in, you know, 25 years ago, I would have been, uh, what, probably seven years old or something <laughs> right. like that. Uh, not to age myself. But, um, you know, the I just, I look back, I wasn't around with Conquer TV, obviously, in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. um, the idea kind of formulated in 1998 and came to fruition in 1999 as an actual nonprofit. Um there was a really strong group of like what I would call community champions from mm -hmm. both um, the school, city, and just general community who said, you know, we'd love to have community media. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted to, to start with that perspective of um, I wasn't here for it, but I always try to harken back to that kind of era of community media and why people wanted this to be here for you know, transparency in government and the chance to be able to create your own programming and right. for just a local organization to cover what's happening you know, in Concord without any sensationalism or, you know, for-profit um, motivation. Right, um, right, yeah. And then to what you were saying about when I came to the organization, I started in 2013, oh my gosh. Uh, to 2000, May, tw May 2013, it looks And like. I was yep. an intern the summer of 2012. <laughs> okay. That, that, so 2012, I got kind of an experience. I did an internship where I was, I remember I, um, I was the director, um, so Doris Ballard, uh, who was my predecessor, and she was the executive director at the time. She, mm -hmm. When I started my internship, she said, there's this music show. There's this guy that wants to you know, teach guitar chords, and he's a local 
you know, he's not going to sell these. It's just going to be, we'll put it on the public access channel. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're going to be his director. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, I, was like, I, I don't know. I, like I, you know, I just felt very like uncomfortable, but then mm-hmm. we go through the process and I set up multiple cameras and I do, do the audio design. We put them on you, his YouTube page. Um, and some of those videos, like I looked, they have like 80,000 views on them because he was teaching people how to play Ring of Fire on acoustic guitar and stuff. Right, um, right, yeah. And I always try to remember that when we have other interns or volunteers that you can give people some, you know, the tools to work with, give mm-hmm. them some, you know, responsibility and, and let them take off with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was such a good experience and the way Doris handled that and the way the staff at that time handled it. Um, and I sort of just became... You know, they say like they what do they say um, when someone keeps going to the gym, they're a gym rat. You know, they you mm-hmm. know, that person's just there all the time. It, mm-hmm. That was how I was here. I mm-hmm. was just working on projects and they couldn't get rid of me, um, even though I was an unpaid intern at the time. So then May of 2013, when I graduated from Colby Sawyer, I joined as training coordinator. And and I I'll be honest, Stephanie, and I thought it was a part time gig. I was promised not promised full time. It was like, mm-hmm. you'll join us part-time. We'll see what happens. Right. I was looking for other opportunities that were full-time, but in the fall of 2013, a full-time opportunity opened up, and mm-hmm. I've been here ever since with slightly changing <laughs> job titles and right. increased yeah. responsibility. Yeah, so ex- as executive director, you handle day-to-day station operations, long-term mm-hmm. vision planning, presenting um, different things a little bit more responsibility these days which is great yeah. So. yeah yeah and and on top you know i before being executive director i was station manager and mm-hmm. i do always think of my style or my leadership style as lead by example and also like you have to in a small organization know a little bit of everything mm-hmm. so i still occasionally direct studio shows or i'll host a show I'll go out on production, although I don't think I'm our best event coverage person. Mm-hmm. If I show up, it'll be good, but you really want Mike. That's Mike shows up, you're in good hands. If Matt mm-hmm. shows up, you're in good hands. But for me to be able to still do everything, um, because we're such a small organization, I can't sit on a throne and say, you, everyone else, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a, a, a great team, so I am able to step back and work on big picture. I'm the liaison to our board of directors. I prepare mm-hmm. financials. I do the QuickBooks that are, you know, our board, you know, double checks and everything. I prepare mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. So without a good staff, it'd be hard for me to do all those things. But you, it's cliched, but you wear many hats in yeah. an organization like this. Yeah, I know all of you are always out and about um, yeah. at all different things. And yes, Mike is our liaison for the city. Um, yep. but you know, I know all of you step in and help us at, t- at different times, depending yep. on what's going on. So for sure. Yeah. So we touched a little bit about on, um, the channels and the content. Do you want to talk a little bit more about, um, some of the resources you provide to the community? Mm-hmm. Maybe those, the person interested in doing their own podcast or using equipment yep. or doing a show here, mm-hmm. some of those opportunities for people. Yeah, right. Like the space we're recording in. Mm-hmm. Um, I alluded to it before, but we are non-commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we don't allow people to come in and record a straight up commercial. Now, mm-hmm. there's leeway in the sense of people can come on and talk about their business. 
you know, you've had business owners come on. You can talk mm-hmm. about your business. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast uh, that Laura Kanoi hosts that talks about authors and books. And of course they mentioned Gibson's, of course they, right. but you know, it's, it's their storytelling their It's background about the author. Mm-hmm. Um, when we say like no commercial, like, I mean, literally selling of products, right? Right. That's yeah. the sort of thing that we don't allow. Um, Anyone who uses the space has to either be a Concord resident or be with a Concord-based organization. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Concord nonprofits employees don't necessarily live in Concord. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they have someone who's a Concord resident sponsor who says, like, I'm taking responsibility for that program. Mm-hmm. Um, but we pretty much, like Concord TV also, we keep, even where we go for event coverage, mm-hmm. all like 99.9% of the time in Concord. Uh, right. right. You know, a few exceptions I could name would be maybe, you know, a charity event at the Loudon Speedway that has a Concord connection, like mm-hmm. Concord Hospital has done events up there, mm-hmm. um, or something of some statewide importance, maybe at the Institute of Politics or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. A few exceptions, but most of what Concord TV does, we keep it within Concord. So same thing for like community members. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not charge for studio rental. We don't charge for podcast rental. We don't charge for equipment rental the only charges that um community members would face is if we have to like train them on equipment Mm -hmm. Um, but literally you could borrow a camera to produce your own show that would go on public access Um, we do if someone comes in to produce their own show sort of like that we separate that like conquer tv doesn't endorse it that's sort of the public access model Um, we don't necessarily clarify that with a city podcast city and school we don't care so much about like disclaimers or separating Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's public access that's a different story as well Um, but we've had people come in and like like a month ago we had someone come in um, i might as well say martin toe came in he's a local musician and just wanted to use our green screen Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to put the music video on YouTube, but I don't have a good green screen. I don't have good lighting. It's mm-hmm. not something we're going to air when that music video is out. Um, that was cool. So we've, we've had other nonprofit groups come in, borrow the studio. It mm-hmm. could be a one-off, you know, if you just have something you're trying to promote, or it could be a series. You know, Paul Brogan, people mm-hmm. know him. He's had a public access show for probably seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um there's a show called The Sky This Month, hosted by Dave McDonald, who has done work um, with the McAuliffe Shepherd Discovery Center, yeah. promote some of their events, but also, like, he just talks about what's in the night sky. And mm-hmm. it's, Mike and I were just talking the other day, like, that's one of the best produced, best looking shows that exists in the public access world. Yeah. And it, like, it, now it's taking off on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So, Stuff like that. If it's educational, informative, mm-hmm. sometimes it's about Concord. Like Paul Brogan's show, Capital Area Chats, is interviewing people from Concord and about mm-hmm. what they're doing. The Sky This Month is more of a, you know, it's not about Concord other than the Discovery Center. but mm-hmm. um, Or the you, sky above Concord, yeah. I guess. Or the, That's the, the sky. The, and you know, and the fun. sky, yeah. yeah. If you're in yeah. Concord and you look up what's going to be up there. And he mm-hmm. literally puts, you know, a screenshot of, of what it'll look like if you look up. So it's a cool show if people... Um, wanted to check that out. So, mm-hmm. and then I'm also, I'm open to ideas of how, you know, if there's a good enough idea where Concord TV could produce our own show, we do community conversations, yeah, which is our flagship show. Community conversations is a great resource yeah, too. Which yeah. is a sort of a staff produced, it goes on our YouTube channel, which has become super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that other category of like Concord TV produced content, which is not necessarily public access, but just our own production. Right, right. Yep. So those are a few, not, it can overwhelm people. So it's like mm-hmm. when in doubt, 
just reach out to us, reach out to me. I can always give a tour. We also do tours for if there's like senior groups that are looking. Um, mm -hmm. I'm doing a class with the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute in March. So if anyone as an Ollie member wants to sign up for that, you okay. learn everything about how this works. Mm -hmm. um, we provide training opportunities for high school students, job shadows. We have um, even some career placement opportunities. I have someone next month who's going to be doing some kind of shadowing, but also helping with um, some of our sports productions. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, right now we don't have any college interns, but we're always interested in, in coming up with that too. So, and on and on and on. And I always right. encourage people if they have an idea to reach out and mm -hmm. if it just doesn't seem to make sense or work and you interns and volunteers don't have to be from Concord, by the way, okay. producers should be, but I've had interns from uh, UNH Durham Right. And Plymouth. Other area colleges. Exactly. Probably. But yeah. to produce content and use our resources, mm -hmm. there has to be a Concord connection in some way. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So much information. And I'm sure there's a much more abridged way of presenting it. But that's why if people just come to me with an idea or a question or, hey, can I come check out the studio? Mm -hmm. We had a group from Franklin High School come and check out the studio because we're seen as a model for other high schools of how, right. if you were going to build a studio, how would you do it? And so um, uh, Boy Scout troops, we can do tour, uh, Girl Scout troops, mm -hmm. you name it. We, you know, and those things we offer generally for free without charge. Yeah, that's great. Because I know Leadership Greater Concord comes yep. through as part I of forgot about communications yep. and media day, which yep. is nice because that's a Concord area group. So. Yeah, we do um, uh, the Capital Area Student Leadership in oh, March. Yes. That's yes. through the chamber as well that... Mm -hmm. um, that we do like a hands-on filming activity with those students and teach them just about kind of storytelling through video. Yeah. And that's one of our favorite, one of my favorite activities that we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I always like when people come um, as part of the leadership group for the first time, because I really think they're just amazed at mm -hmm. the studio that's here. So yeah. While we're talking about the studio here, I'm not sure if you mentioned already, but just um, your actual connection with the high school students that are here yep. because they do CHS live yeah. in the morning, right? Right. That's like, that's one of our most famous or well-known for people who have gone mm -hmm. to school here. Mm -hmm. um, the I guess the backstory to it to start off would be years ago, probably in the mid 2000s, um, then principal Gene Connolly had the mm -hmm. idea for you know, uh, you know, he's like, I don't want to do just intercom announcements. No one listens to him and intercoms just don't sound great. Right. So he had yeah. basically set up or had set up a camera over in his office, basically, that mm -hmm. would just go live to the classrooms through, you know, coaxial cables and mm -hmm. what's called a CCTV system, but right. <laughs> closed circuit television. Mm -hmm. um, and at a certain point, Concord TV was in the building and said, well, why don't we just have you guys use the studio? And right. we had just renovated and just redone some of the studio components. And so CHS Live became a four, sometimes five days a week morning announcement program um, that goes out live to the classrooms. What's great is it's available live and um, now they can rewatch it in classrooms. The way mm -hmm. school schedules go now that, you know, it's not just live and you miss it. They can go back and rewatch an episode. Um, but this is That's entirely nice student run. Yeah. Me, Mike, yeah. and Matt provide the initial technical training, the oversight. Uh, assistant principal Kylene Chalaskis is their, like, advisor from a faculty perspective um, so that Concord TV isn't 
forced to make like content decisions. I don't tell them what they can and can't do. That's a administrative decision. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's such a great way to stay connected. Um, and then you have these memories of these, you know, remember when we were on CHS live and they've had live music, they've done like instrument of the week where some kid just brought in random musical instruments and played them. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it, they make really special memories, but the fact they can come in and just take our, use our equipment, not the podcast studio, but just the TV studio. Right. And they yeah. can just use the equipment. And if something's not working, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. This year, we just incorporate a teleprompter. They had, they used nice. to just look down, you know, and have like the announcements in front of them. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, they copy paste into a teleprompter. So we're always also trying to find like, what's the next way we can improve the show too. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so CHS live is one of those, again, it's something we don't promote too much because Mm -hmm. it's really just of interest internally to the classrooms. It's not really, it's like sometimes parents will tune in or people, you know, they'll share it on parent square, but like, it's one of those things. It's another one of those sort of hidden resources that I've definitely tried to put out there a few more, you know, that we do this, that we offer this, but the kids deserve all the credit. We have the resource, but the kids they're the ones that make it happen. Yeah, I just love that they can get exposed to media, TV, the equipment mm-hmm. if they want to do that. So I think it's a great resource as well. Yeah, it is. And that also kind of leads into my next question, which is just any resources for nonprofits. You touched on a little mm-hmm. bit that there is equipment and you cover events throughout the year that are associated with nonprofits mm-hmm. and also uh, PSA day is another yep. thing that Conquer TV does as, yeah. as well. Yeah. Where, where to start off with, I'll start with what you <laughs> just mentioned, the PSA day, which, um, super appreciative Merrimack County savings bank has been our underwriter for that. Um, mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of time for us to coordinate and resource to put that together. Right. Um, but we periodically a couple times a year offer kind of dedicated studio time for Concord based nonprofits to mm-hmm. come in, record a message, use the teleprompter, we add music, we add visuals and graphics and just give them, you know, nonprofits the chance to produce a high quality video. Mm-hmm. Some do it for specific events coming up. I like when they do more general, like we call them evergreen PSAs where right. you record it. And as long as something doesn't drastically change, we could just use that PSA. Mm-hmm. Um, something we started doing last year was also for the first time also doing vertical versions of those PSAs so mm-hmm. that these nonprofits could also use it like Instagram reels and um, YouTube shorts and things like that, Um, Mm -hmm. which takes a little bit of additional resources and work, but it's a media reality. Like that's how people are scrolling through videos now. So, um, so that was something new we started offering. Again, we're not going to start doing that for city council meetings. Don't worry, (laughs) Stephanie. Um, Stephanie doesn't TikTok right now, so maybe someday. Me me um, neither. Yeah, I don't know. Me neither. Um, No TikTok at the city yet. So yeah, I won't get it. Conquer TV brief dabbling into TikTok a little bit. It hasn't really taken off. Um, We had an intern who created a few for us, and it was great. But Mm -hmm. we haven't found a way to like sustain it consistently. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. So PSA day is great. Um, but we can also, because we rent out the studio to community members, if a nonprofit reaches out and says, Hey, we have something, we, you know, we want to gain some exposure or we have a specific event, they can book the studio for a community conversations, which is our flagship YouTube show. Mm-hmm. And we also use it as a podcast as well. Um, so if people search yeah. for Concord TV on Apple podcasts, Spotify, 
same place that they look for Talk Concord. Mm-hmm. Look at us competing podcasts. Oh, no. I don't know. No, it's all right. It all works um, together. <laughs> but those, when we produce a community conversations, it's very audio-based, mm-hmm. not too visually driven other than seeing the people talking. Right. So you could listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a great resource for kind of like what we're doing here for just like seeing and hearing from especially nonprofit organizations. We do right. community conversations sometimes with just individuals, like not affiliated with a nonprofit, mm-hmm. but the niche seems to be nonprofit centered. So we've featured NAMI New Hampshire. We just mm-hmm. had um, Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, Friends Program. We've had Overcomers Refugee Services in the past. Um, so a long list of organizations, but um, we're always interested in new Concord-based nonprofits to you know, just reach out to us and it's easy to book the studio, easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that came to mind to me is if someone wants to rent out the studio where we do a community conversations, in most instances, we could also do a PSA recording with them as well. Right. Again, oh, okay. As long as they're a nonprofit, as long as mm-hmm. they're either based in Concord, um, we are okay also with statewide nonprofits that, you know, serve the Concord area. Mm-hmm. But we don't work with if it's a seacoast nonprofit that, you know, doesn't serve the Concord area, we would just refer them to the Portsmouth Public Access Station. Right. Um, If if there is no Concord connection, then we're not going to help them. But I will point out, too, that we're fortunate that we have so many, like, state offices and state departments. Mm -hmm. We have collaborated with the New Hampshire Department of Safety, New Hampshire uh, Secretary Mm -hmm. of State's office, recently for a video about new American voting, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a a really important project. So, so we will work with state departments as well. Um, We can't do it that often, but we pick and choose when we have the capacity to work with them to on those types of projects too. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to think other nonprofit services. We do offer classes, um, not -hmm. as frequently as we used to, but still, I would say on a quarterly basis, video editing, video production, studio production. A lot of times I get sort of like nonprofit communications managers, directors who just, they want to learn Adobe Premiere Pro. Mm -hmm. And I can teach them in like a two-hour session, usually about $50 for a two-hour session. Mm -hmm. Those classes are for individuals too, but um, I've seen the nonprofit sector where you know, they just need some additional training on communications and media, mm-hmm. and it's a good resource. Yeah, that's a great resource. Yeah. And that really leads into my next question, which was training and classes, because I uh-huh. know what you just touched on, yep. but I think, I don't think we've talked about um, camps. Yet. We have not talked so, about camps. That's another, camps. that's yeah. one that we do a pretty good job of marketing, and that's mm-hmm. been um, a longstanding tradition. We've been offering video summer camps uh, through Concord Parks and Rec probably since 2007, as far as I can tell, seven okay. or eight. Yeah, and so it's, and it's, and it's changed in formats. And one of my many hats that I used to wear, um, I was our camp coordinator from what, 2013, 14 and 15. And then I've on and off helped out or participated, but mm-hmm. and we've had amazing staff who've come through and with us currently who um, are great with the kids. Mm-hmm. And the fact it's through Parks and Recreation, which offers, puts it in the brochure. Mm-hmm. At one point for a few years, we even held it over at the community center. But we found we have the, 
more of our tech resources here, so it makes more sense to do it here. Yeah, um, with the studio but, and everything. But yeah. it makes so much sense with Parks and Rec because families can just go through like they do with other types of camps. And mm-hmm. um, we offer it currently to ages 11 to 15. Okay. So I hear all the time people go, oh, my, my kids at Runlet and they love – you know, they want to be a YouTuber. That's mm-hmm. it. Now they want to be a YouTuber, not a filmmaker. <laughs> or a uh, TikToker maybe. I don't or know. Or a TikToker. But mm-hmm. if the kids, they have that type of creative energy, this mm-hmm. is perfect for them. Mm-hmm. And um, the last couple of years, we've been doing it as a morning to early afternoon. Traditionally, we had done it early afternoon to, you know, late afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. But just for schedules, we found a lot of people actually like that morning. So mm-hmm. right now it's currently 9 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., I want to say, like a four and a half hour. It's just a half-day camp, too. So um, mm-hmm. we have some kids who then run off to their next camp that they do somewhere else or some other activity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that age group is perfect because the middle school age kids then – have an understanding of Concord TV Right, is a great, usually we get one or two of our campers who then join CHS live who Mm -hmm. then are involved in that way um, or help us in other ways. Actually um, a couple of our favorite camp alums are also parks and recreation staff alums, uh, Mm -hmm. Ryder and Matt. I'm sure they'd be fine with me shouting them out. Yeah. um, Because they are, they are also favorites of the parks and recreation staff. They were lifeguards. They've gone Mm -hmm. off to college now. Um, but they were both uh, in our uh, summer camps when they were in like seventh and eighth grade. And then they were on CHS Live for all four years of high school. Mm-hmm. And like directors, um, they were pretty remarkable and a great example. I don't think they're even going into communications in college, mm-hmm. but it's a, a skill set that they have. Yeah. And they were able to foster that interest um, yep. through many years. So that's great as well. Yep. So yeah. if they're listening, they'll, you know. Give them a shout out. Give them a shout out. Yep. Before I get into maybe some of your favorite moments here at Conquer TV, we we're yeah. kind of chatting about that offline before we started recording. Um, yeah. Is there anything else about Conquer TV you want to touch on? Um, maybe where people can find information if they're yeah. looking for it, because there's a couple different places. Oh yeah, like like anything in digital media, like <laughs> right. you can find it in a million different places. Uh, mm-hmm. The best place for updated information about us would be our website, yourconquerTV.org. For in terms of like content, um, the best places to find our information is on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. and on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. You just search for us, Conquer TV. You'll find us on all those platforms. But our mm-hmm. website, yourconquerTV.org, has a lot of the about us and our employee information. I just saw Mike poking his head through oh. the door, by the way. So. <laughs> okay. He's <laughs> probably like, what are they doing Mike's, in there? No. Mike's, ba- Mike's back. Um, yeah. And uh, so those would be the best ways. Um, you can call us at uh, 603-226-8872. Um, but we pretty much are only checking the phone line while we're open. Mm -hmm. The best way to reach out to us um, would be via email, which you can find our email addresses on the website. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just a reminder too, that if people are interested in those um, city or school board meetings, they're live streamed on each channel. Mm -hmm. And there's, if you have Comcast, uh, you can access them there, and then now Breezeline as well, right? Yes. Why don't I give the full rundown of the channels just because it's changed a little bit. It has, yeah, so, so we can remind people. So Yeah, so for Concord residents, if you have Comcast, we're still on the standard definition channels, which mm-hmm. are 
education channel six, government channel sixteen. Right. And public now. which yes. change it used to be seventeen. Mm-hmm. Seventeen is now like Univision or something. So you'll know 16. if you go to it. It's you not will a meeting. Know. I still had else. someone reach out a couple weeks ago and I was like, We we did a good job of of communicating that. Um and then the public access channel twenty two mm-hmm. on the Breezeline side. Um, in order, it's 2001, 2002, 2003 on the HD side of things. So okay. it will be a clearer picture uh, when there's text on screen. Mm-hmm. Just factually, the BreezeLine channels will look a little clear for folks who are having, you know, you know, quality issues with picture. And it's just our eyes, I think when we look at standard def, our eyes are, you know, sort of like something's wrong. What's mm-hmm. um, Because we're all looking at HD most of the time now. Um, and then okay. we're also streaming all three of those channels at yourconquerdtv.org. Right. Basically, exactly whatever is playing on the channels is also on the website as well. Um, right. And like you mentioned, three different YouTube channels. We have Concord mm-hmm. TV's YouTube, the City of Concord YouTube, Concord School District YouTube. On the Concord TV YouTube, we do have featured channels. And mm-hmm. so you can find the link to both school district and city from our YouTube page as well. Yeah. You're yeah. a feature. You, you guys are featured on our homepage. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, well, you do a lot for us. So, yeah, it's it's just such a great resource that, yeah. we, that we have. So, as we start to wrap up, I wanted to ask you, because you have been here a while, and there's, I'm sure, many, but do you have some favorite Conquer TV moments you want to mention? Too many to, <laughs> too many to, to, to tell in one sitting, but one mm-hmm. of my favorites is... Um, when we did a show called Conquered on Air, which was, you might have maybe your first year here were we doing Conquered on Air? Maybe? Yes, I did do yeah. Conquered on Air once, yes. And so someday I'd, I'd love to do it again, but we, we've mm-hmm. been so busy with other projects. But um, that we were doing a fall Conquered on Air. It was probably like October. We had a kind of a Halloween motif and mm-hmm. costumes and set pieces. But we Doris was also promoting Doris um, our Doris Ballard, our previous executive director, was promoting Easter Extravaganza, which is a fundraiser we did a couple uh, iterations of, mm-hmm. and so she was promoting it for the following spring. So it was this kind of you know funny like Easter Halloween crossover. Mm-hmm. And she had this really nice bunny costume because she used to own a costume shop, mm-hmm. and. Um, but it was just the oddest thing. If you look at pictures, like honestly, the memory I have actually is just looking back and seeing you had some people who just came in and were like guest hosting on this mm-hmm. show who went, what did I walk into? They're like, they <laughs> were not. There's an Easter bunny. They, they Halloween set. They yeah. were given no context. They were mm-hmm. not prepared. So there's some funny pictures out there where you just have these just, they're befuddled. The Easter bunny had like f- vampire fangs like pinned to his costume. And that was, um, and then there's a, a great picture of, the Easter bunny uh, with his head, you know, taken off for a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like someone else put the Easter bunny head on. It's just, uh, it was ridiculous. It was, mm-hmm. it felt like being a, if you've seen Parks and Rec, the show, it felt like Pawnee yes. Access kind of. It was, <laughs> right. so we do get those kind of classic public access moments or, you know, a silly topic that someone covers. We had a producer back in like 2014. She was investigating a shark tooth found in, her niece's playground mm-hmm. and was like, why is there a shark tooth in New Hampshire? And I was like, that is a good question. Why is that yeah. there? What? And apparently it's because the, where they source the sand from in a playground, but it was just funny that, and she did a half hour show on that topic, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just a lot of great memories with a lot of great people, both current and former staff, former volunteers, just mm-hmm. a lot of great people. A lot of, again, too many memories to, to mention, but the people are, are what make this such a special place. Yeah. Well, I agree. I We were talking a little bit, too, about... Um, you know, Mike is great. He's our city representative and Mike has done a few things for us that I laugh, but um, he's always up for anything. He does a wonderful job. So, you know, we put him up on the fire department's what, 100 plus foot yeah. ladder. Yeah, he was climbing up the Safely, ladder. Safely, you know, he was Clipped on a on. harness and all that, but he he did it. He got these amazing shots of the CRTC kids doing training. Oh, yeah. And we also put him up in the aerobatics plane with Paul Russo. We'll give him a shout out. And um, the things Mike is willing to get himself into. Mike is wonderful. So shout out to Mike. um, And thanks for all he does for, you know, the city because he always goes above and beyond. And And I will say from the perspective of like our staff and what we are involved in, we are in a really unique position where, I like to think we're one of the Concord nonprofit kind of community leaders that were really a, a core part of the nonprofit community. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also a big part of the public education um, community and we're mm-hmm. a big part of the municipal government scene. Mm-hmm. And we've been very heavily involved with, you know, the, with the downtown area and with. Um, so what I think is unique in my role, but I think Mike would agree any of our other staff is we get exposed to so many different perspectives and yeah. sometimes help to even, you know, bridge connections between different groups and see where there's overlap. Um, mm-hmm. So that for me, that's one of like the best parts. It's not a memory or a story necessarily, but it's the fact that we get exposed to so many different uh, aspects. You know, we talked about the leadership greater conquered mm-hmm. in my role. I'm fortunate that I get to see those different aspects too and work with healthcare, work with, police and fire and mm-hmm. it, it makes each day really different and yeah. fun to come back to. Always something happening for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, my last question for you is what are some of your favorite things to do in Concord? Whether it's um, maybe yep. some of the other organization organizations you're kind of personally involved in, or is it things you do, you know, kind of outside of work that yeah. don't involve a camera? Maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> this, this is going to sound, um, I'm sure people have specifically given this response, but my favorite place in Concord is, would have to be White Park mm-hmm. um, because it's just such a beautiful place to go. It's great to walk around. When I used to live, I lived like right across from White Park for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great place to like, you go for a run and you need to get like the last quarter mile and you can just kind of like loop your way through the the park. Black Ice mm-hmm. Pond Hockey is amazing. Mm-hmm. You can just see like they play like Sunset League baseball games there. It's just, it's it's one of my favorite places. Eh, I'll say my favorite place in Concord. Okay. And, yeah, um, and then, you know, I've been pretty involved with In Town Concord on their board. Um mm-hmm. So I love downtown Concord. I usually volunteer at some of the different, you know, in-town events that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm on the um, Concord Young Professional Network advisory board. So I, I like being involved with what Sippin has going on. Mm-hmm. Um, for a year, I was on the Concord Monitor Reader Advisory Board. And that was a fun way to be involved with another media organization, kind of as like a, mm-hmm. let's see how we work together and how these things work. Um, Cause running a newspaper and putting that out on a daily basis does not seem easy. But yeah. so, so sort of what I'm alluding to is 
I have an interest in a lot of things happening that even if I'm not doing it with Concord TV, mm -hmm. what's great is the organization supports and encourages civic engagement. Yeah. And that, you know, the volunteer work that I do, I can pick up things or ideas or connections that then benefit Concord TV. So yeah. um, not all employers would necessarily offer that or see the um, how enriching that can be. So. Yeah. So just love being involved. I love going to shows at Bank of New Hampshire Stage. Mm -hmm. uh, I love just walking through downtown, stopping at Pitchfork. That's one of my favorite places. I don't see movies anywhere else than Red River Theaters now. Mm -hmm. I don't, hooks it, feels like it's two hours away. I don't go anywhere else, you <laughs> yeah, know. That's so easy, um, yeah. So those are some of my favorite places and, and things to do. So, um, you know, downtown Concord, I have a lot of um, interest in that too. Mm-hmm. Well, that was great. That was just a little bit That's of information. It. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. I <laughs> told you it okay. would be 15 minutes. Yeah. We, I thought maybe we would be here for a little bit, but, but, but that's okay. That mm -hmm. was great information. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, just, um, I guess last is just, um, there's a lot of our community partners who have advocated for Concord TV, see mm -hmm. our value, you know, for 25 years, it takes a lot of great partnerships, ongoing partnerships. So certainly mm -hmm. the city of Concord, Concord School District, um, Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. in town Concord, and on and on. There's so many organizations, Boys and Girls Club that have... Yeah, the auction. We didn't even yeah, talk about we that. We didn't even all talk the about the auction. Yeah, next I mean, we really yeah. probably could be here all day. But we, yeah. we could be here all day. But um, just I really appreciate all the other organizations that have been great to work with and... Mm -hmm. Look forward to 25 more years. Yeah, sounds great. Well, thank you so much again for being here. And um, happy 25th. And it's going to be a great year. Awesome. Thanks, Stephanie.